So the motivation for this work on using food price data for nutrition, that there is a lot of food price data in the world and in countries. Um, but when you try to use it to understand how food access, uh, given how, how food prices are, how that connects to nutrition, we don't have the right metrics. And more importantly, when governments and international organizations are looking at food price data that's routinely used for monitoring, they're not looking at it in a way that showcases what human beings need to eat to thrive and live active and healthy lives. So one kind of food price data that is used globally is world food prices. Um, global food price indexes are monitoring the prices of traded commodities. So for example, the FAO food price index has, um, it tracks food prices using only the components of cereals, vegetable oils, sugar, meat, and dairy. So clearly this is not constructed for the purpose of monitoring a nutritious diet. This is constructed to focus on economically important commodities. There's also a lot of food price data um, used in vulnerability monitoring, so through World Food Program and other efforts that, that monitor the price of the most commonly consumed staples, uh, looking at short-term price spikes and uh, severe food insecurity vulnerability. So this data is highly useful for that purpose, but again is too limited to understand the cost of a nutritious diet. National governments collect a lot of food price data. Um, so for example, the, uh, the consumer price index shown here in the graphic from India's National Statistical Organization features food very heavily because a lot of consumer expenditures are on food, particularly in low-income countries. And the purpose of the consumer price index is to track inflation uh, hence the importance of, of including the items on which households spend the most. But the Food Consumer Price Index weights items based on consumer expenditures. So uh, items which are uh, purchased the most and have the most expenditures are the most heavily weighted. These are not necessarily the most nutritious foods. It doesn't measure the cost according to um, what's recommended or needed. So, however, we can use this basic data to construct different indicators that re-weight uh, food price data according to nutritional need. And beyond the national statistical organizations, there's also uh, food price data collected by ministries of agriculture and trade in monitoring, uh, sorry, mar monitoring market information systems. And we have been collaborating with the Ministry of Food and Agriculture in Ghana uh, that is part of a monitoring of market information systems to look at the data that are needed for uh, di sufficient diversity to understand access to a nutritious diet. Um, the predecessor project to Kandasa, Ianda, the Indicators of Affordability of Nutritious Diets in Africa project, worked with the Ghana Ministry of Food and Agriculture to expand their food price monitoring. So what we started with uh, was this, this list of foods, which was previously monitored for many years within the ministry. 
And when we first started the project and collaborated with the ministry, we were um, talking with them and realizing that there were a lot of gaps in terms of foods that are very commonly consumed and very nutrient rich. So we piloted an expanded list. Uh, we went you know, to the markets with the food price um, monitors and tested what it would be like to add more nutritious foods that are very nutrient dense and commonly consumed. Um, so dark green leafy vegetables, for example, were absent in the previous list. And now um, we have worked with them to include those foods. And because there was a lot of data that was very useful from this expanded list at, at very marginal, marginal additional cost, the uh, Ministry of Food and Agriculture institutionalized the updated list nationwide and is valuing this data because not only does it provide the information for constructing indicators of nutritious diets affordability, it also is providing valuable information for expanding farming and opportunities for farming in the country. Some of the new price indexes that can come out of this data provided that there is sufficient diversity uh, that we'll talk about today. The first uh, index that will be covered today is the cost of recommended diets. So this index is based on uh, food-based dietary guidelines, which are determined by countries at national level. These are three examples of the graphic that goes along with food-based dietary guidelines from Benin, India, and the United States, as you're, many of you here are familiar with. And these guidelines specify food groups and servings and the amount of food need, needed to be consumed per day. So what we can do here is cost out what it would take to meet those recommendations at the absolute lowest total cost. And this is important for policy coherence because food-based dietary guidelines are part of national policy and they're often used in education, but all the education in the world can't help if these diets are not affordable to certain segments of the population. The second metric we're going to talk about today is the cost of nutrient adequacy which looks at the lowest cost of meeting calorie, macronutrient, and micronutrient needs, and uses information to specify the quantity of each nutrient needed. Again, choosing foods that meet these needs at lowest total cost. So it's the absolute minimum that would be required to meet nutrient needs. And this builds on work such as the cost of diet approach used by Save the Children and the World Food Program, um, which they've done very successfully for advocacy purposes. And um, that is a very intensive methodology that involves a lot of stakeholders. This is designed as a very light methodology that can be easily implemented in monitoring systems. We can compare these indicators to the cost of caloric adequacy, just to see what the gap is between just meeting basic calorie needs and then nutrient needs and dietary recommendations. So, Jan Bai is going to tell you more about the data that are needed for that second indicator on the cost of nutrient adequacy. <laughs> 